Hey, welcome to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. I'm really excited that you're here joining me once again. Last week, I started getting into the ways that we receive and perceive psychic information, uh, the soul's awareness. I began with clairsentiment, and today I'm going to get into clairsensation. Now, I split these two up specifically because to me, which I came up with the word, clairsentiment is emotional feeling, psychically emotional feeling. And clairsensation is when you have a psychic feeling that's a physical feeling. One is emotional, obviously, is an internal feeling. And then, uh, <laughs> and then physical feeling is an external feeling like on your skin or goosebumps, stuff like that. I'm going to get into that. But I just wanted you to know that I differentiate because I am a <laughs> I'm a dweeb. I'm a nerd and I'm proud of it. I'm just really all about the way we can get psychic information. I'm like using a fine tooth comb, right? A lot of people, when you go on the web, they lump it all together in clairsentience, you know, and I just, I don't, I, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. I want to know, did you feel it physically or did you feel it emotionally? So I'm really excited that you're joining me today and always, always thanks for tuning in. So just to refresh your memory, last time we met, I talked about Claire sentiment. It's psychic feeling on an emotional level. So it's usually on an internal level, right? Emotions happen internally. You feel elated or happy or sad or creeped out, you know, just like, ugh, they, they left me feeling yucky inside. All of these um, emotions that are, that you can feel on the inside are helpful when you're doing any soulful communication, whether your intention is to tune in and talk to someone on the other side or get messages from God or um, try to kind of consider your Akashic records or your future choices or when you're walking into a room that you've never been in before or down a dark alley that you're like, should I be here? You know, and you don't let the kind of ideas in your mind and your head run the show, but you really use the resources of your emotional space, internal emotional space to help guide you in regards to whether or not the connection is one you want to stay with, the home is the one you want to buy, the job is the one you want to keep, the relationship is one that you want to maintain, and so on. This is where psychic feeling on an emotional level will help you. So I'm glad that you um, hopefully took the time between the last session and now to work with that, to kind of explore it, to t pay attention to your internal emotional state when you were setting out to explore a feeling, an emotional feeling that you might be getting from uh, another person or a space or, you know, a choice in your life. And I'm uh, really glad you joined me back this week as we take our next look at the next ability, which is um, clairsensation, psychic feeling on a physical level. Before I start into that, I just have to tell you a sweet story. I was talking to my mother about these podcasts and how sometimes I just feel like I'm all over the place, you know, kind of up in the ethers, listening to spirit, trying to then also focus on what it is I want to say. You know, I'm always trying to demand my own headspace, vie for my own headspace. Um, and not always completely surrender to the to the you know the other beings that want to work with me or 
are working with me, I, I sometimes want to have my say in a part of it. So my mom's like, well, how do you ground before you start your sessions? And then I told her, you know, I do a centering breath or grounding in the body. Remember, we've been through this. And I take a big breath in and then I exhale, you know, pulling in all the help from the heavens and running it through my body with my imagination and intention, grounding it, all that light down and out my feet into the earth. And then she's like, do you light a candle? I was like, oh, you know, mom, I used to light a candle all the time when I did reads. I would always like, you know, candle during a read or a healing session, stuff like that, or even my own prayer time at home, or even when we're going to have dinner at home. But I was like, wow, I have not lit a candle for the podcast. So today, folks, I am lighting a, a candle for the podcast. I put the candle in my little namaste holder, candle holder. And then I thought, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to pull an angel card. And so the angel card that I got was purpose. You see, you know, on this one, that little angel, you know, angel cards, the angels like struggling, trying to climb the mountain and the sun is at her back. So like, you know, this is going to be supported. The light is showing the way and everything. You're just going to have to work at it. So I had to laugh because I know there's purpose in this podcast. So, you know, I'm not going to give up, obviously, because I just am like, I, I've got all this information I have to share. And it's like I said, much easier doing this than sitting down and writing a book where, our, where, where I'll edit every word before I, you know, get the complete sentence out. So this way you just get me, you know, prattling on and on and on. So anyway, here we go. My candle's lit and I am grounded. And I hope you're ready to also pay attention. This one is full on. So Claire's sensation is again, your ability to feel something physically on a psychic level. Um, the, the information comes at you with no external, uh, force, you know, someone's not touching your hand or <laughs> blowing at your face. It's on an energetic level in a metaphysical way. Right. So I just want to remind you, like I said, last time we were together, you're going to use Claire sensation as well as Claire sentiment as your foundational backup to all the psychic work that you do in your life and in your um, work. And again, the word psychic is soul. So it's, you're going to use it as, as backup to every soulful experience that you endeavor to have and want to build at having, right? So um, you're going to ask on another level, how does this, you know, physically feel when I'm in this space, much like the emotional, how do, how do I feel emotionally? This is, you're looking, this one though is a physical feeling, whether there's warmth, whether you're feeling goosebumps, whether um, a room or a connection is feeling cold, all of those things can happen as a physical sensation on the body with no um, obvious external uh, <laughs> experience that's making it happen. My, can you tell my brain is like in this little fog? I think spirit wants to channel through me, but I'm just going to be like, can you just wait? <laughs> so I don't know if you've heard of it before, but psychometry, the idea, the psychometry is, is related to clear sensation that I'm talking about. It's an act of touch that gives the information. And so what psychometry is, is if you, you know, maybe you have um, somebody's, maybe you want to do this with friends. Look at me started with a little homework now, a little fun thing where you want to borrow their, you know, grandmother's ring or whatever, hold on to an object in your hand, um, or 
a, a friend's book or something, you know, a beloved diary, whatever it is, hold on to something in your own hand without knowing any information about the person that owned it initially and see the impressions that you get, see the feelings that you get. It, um, but, but to, but what happens is, is it's, it's, it's a physical connection to the object that is going to, in a way, translate the information to you. Now you have to wonder, like, how does that even happen? Do you know, it's because you've set the intention. You're like, tell me more about this. So on a soul level, you're saying you're, you're commanding your soul to tell you more about this object. And so Oftentimes I've taught my um, in-person psychic development classes this as just a fun way to start the session to just kind of help me see where people are at without me psychically <laughs> looking in their field to analyze where they're at. This will quickly convey whether they see their information, hear their information, feel their information, how they get their information. But um, but often I will also ask them, how does your body feel when you're holding this? Do you have any subtle sensations? Like, does it give you goosebumps? Is it, um, do you get a cold sensation? You know, what's happening? You've also heard me um, talk about scanning chakras. This, when you're scanning chakras, uh, have you heard me talk about scanning chakras? <laughs> listen, this you can play at home too. Look on the internet about chakras. There are energy centers throughout the body and um, they all, there's major chakras and minor chakras in the body and they sit over organs um, significantly. And chakra just means spinning wheel, right? It means wheel. So they're vortexes of energy, no lie, right? And they spin and you can have a friend or uh, a loved one lay flat on a bed or something and you can take your hand and you know, put your fingers together so that you feel over the chakras, start from way up high above their body and then come slowly down low to see if you can feel the chakra go off their body with your hand, you know, your hand, your palm of your hand, uh, parallel to their body. And, uh, is it parallel the right word? <laughs> Funny. Yes. Your hand flat is parallel to their body flat. Um, go off their body, no chakra on their body chakra and see how you can feel the subtle sensation of maybe warmth or heat in your hand. So that is a fun way too. So what I'm going to do is actually have you right now, put your hands together. I want you to put your hands together and I want you to start with them close together. And then I want you palm to palm. Yeah. And then I want you to slowly pull your hands apart. And I just want you to see how that feels. I want you to tune in to the subtle sensations between your hands because there are chakras in your hands. So there's vortexes in your hands and there's also um, little chakras at each of the joints, minor chakras. So you're going to feel a little bit, maybe you feel warmth, maybe you feel nothing, be okay with it. Just your intention is to just see how far away you can spread your hands farther and farther out while still holding a sense of a feeling between. Now, if you go out as far as your hands can reach on either side, and then you slowly come in, I want you to notice if you can feel the warmth coming more profoundly, the closer you get your hands together. Now you could be saying, oh, sure, this is the heat off the body. Yes, sure it is. But you could also be going, well, what more do I feel that? What more, what, what more can I feel there? And can you feel a little swirling energy? Can you feel tingling? You know, you are feeling and sensing the energy of your own being when you do that. 
This is similar exercise to remember when earlier when I said, let's feel the auric field around people, where I had you step far away and then you put your hands up and um, palms facing towards the person and you slowly walk towards them to see if you could feel their energy field. And then you would step back and away and ask them to imagine shrinking their energy field in like a wetsuit. And then you approach them again to see if you can notice with your hands, the sensation in your hands, that their energy field, the auric field, in fact, did shrink down closer to their body. Same thing. You were using sensation physical feeling of psychic energy, soul energy, right? And so <laughs> this is just really fun stuff. Now, why is it so fun for me in regards to um, using it in my life? Well, because there are literally times when I'm walking around and I'm also tuning into what's the energy. Also get this, this is the energy of a room or the energy of a person, but get this, this is really fun. Okay. One time I was like, I went to the library. This was way back when they had card catalogs and I had no idea. I just did not want to go through, shuffle through the card catalog to look for the book. So I thought, huh, I stepped in the doorway of the library and I said, okay, in my mind, in my minds, in my head, I didn't say this out loud. I really want to find such and such book. And I'm just going to not look at the signs. I'm just going to use my body as a divining rod, right? And um, feel my pull, where I'm getting pulled. So I was like, set the intention. I want to find this book. I, I can't remember the name of the book. Don't I wish I could. Closed my eyes, set that intention, open my eyes, and notice the first way my body wanted to turn. It wanted to turn left. I was like, okay, I'm going to turn left. Wanted to walk forward. I, it was almost like a push from behind. Again, clear sensation, feeling physical. Nobody was behind me pushing. The energy was taking me. And I was caught up in the energy of the direction, right? Headed forward because I'm kind of getting pushed forward. And then I go slowly, slowly, slowly. And then all of a sudden, it was as if there was a wall in front of me and I wasn't being pushed anymore. I stopped. So then I thought, okay, now where's my body wanting to lean or turn? It that wanted to lean to the right. Listen, you know, everybody was doing their own thing in the library. So I'm sure no one was paying attention to me. It wanted to lean to the right. So I turned to the right. And then I took two steps further and all of a sudden, down by my feet, I was like, I need to drop to my feet. I went down to my feet, looked on there to the right on the shelf, and there was the book I was after. Wasn't that fabulous? You should try this. Truly, truly try this. Like when you can't find something in the house, set your intention to find it and see how it goes, right? Keep a diary. Keep a diary so that you could troubleshoot when it's accurate and inaccurate. Inaccuracies, don't get, be hard on yourself. You can still learn from them. Maybe you were hoping or had a greater desire. Your expectations were high. Don't forget, just relaxed and also focused concentration and drop all expectation. When I... <laughs> When I do this at, in my classes locally, you know what I do? I hide an earring. I, you know, you have two sets of earrings, right? So I have one earring in a bowl and I have it, it's mate somewhere hidden in the house. And I say to the class, listen, I've got, you know, if I have a class of 10, I'm like, here's 10 pieces of earrings in here and I want you to go and find the other one. But I really want you to just focus in on clear sensation. I want you to notice any subtle sensations, like I just said about the library book. I want you to notice if you're feeling a pull, if your body wants to turn, if you're feeling tingling, you know, whatever it is, follow those sensations. Because once you've set the intention, this is what I want, your soul is going to help you find it. The soul, don't forget, you know everything inside. You do have all the answers inside. Trust me. Now, 
sometimes we have to go beyond ourselves, beyond our ego mind to get to those answers, but they are there. And this is a way to develop how you can seek them out. So there they were, grabbed the one earring that they were attracted to for whatever reason. And I set them off throughout the house and the earrings were hidden. I said, listen, you're not, I'm not going to hide them in drawers. They're not going to be in closets. They're going to be in plain view, but hidden in plain view. And so one by one, they would come back to me and it was always fun to see who was first. Listen, this was not a contest because some of them were more tricky, right? But it was fun when they would come back to me and some, I would say, okay, so how did you know? And they said, well, I just had a feeling I wanted to walk into the bedroom and I had a feeling, you know, by the trash can, my leg was tingling my right leg. And then I looked and there was in, there it was hanging on the trash can. <laughs> it was so well done. And then there were other times where they were like, listen, I had to do what you said, because this is the instruction I gave them. And listen, I used to do this with my kids <laughs> and their friends, is I would say, okay, this is how this works. You're going to go into each room, but you're going to, right outside the room, you're going to take a deep breath, breathe in, ground your energy, you set your intention. I want to find, you know, we used to hide teddy bears or whatever. And they, in my class, it was, let's go find the earring. And they then I want you to take a step in the room and know immediately by the pull and sensation whether or not it's in there. And even though my students would hear things or just, you know, they'd have uh, intuition, which is claircognizance, knowing, I'm going to get into that more later in its own section. Um, I would say, yeah, 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 but I want you to work on clear sensation because we're exercising this muscle today. And then they would step into a room and go, mm, you know, it would feel cold. So they would like, no, this doesn't feel right. And then they'd step out and then they'd try another room, you know, take a breath before stepping into the room. And then they would step into the room and say, how does this feel? Hmm. And they would narrow down to where they would finally find the earring if they could. If they couldn't, then I had other friends pair up and they would help them and tell them their sensations and then kind of coax out the other person's sensations. It was great fun. It was great fun with the kids. They were kind of... <laughs> It was really fun. One time I was really naughty though, right? My son had a friend over, Max, and Max, we were out on the deck and uh, Max said, I'm going to go in and hide this because I don't think you can do it, right? Because I had had them do it for a few times. He goes, I don't think you can do it. I said, okay, try me, Max. And he goes in and uh, and with my son and after a while they come back out and Max goes, okay, go ahead and find it. And I looked him in the eye and I said, it's underneath the front foyer bench. And he goes, how do you do that? It was actually because I saw it in my mind's eye. I was <laughs> astro projected and I watched him. I was like, oh, that's where he's putting it. Isn't that naughty? I did not use clear sensation at all in that moment. That was so naughty of me. But um, but the, I think the game we were playing at that point wasn't necessarily clear sensation. It was just hide and seek, find the thing. This is great fun. I've had... Um, I've had such a fun time with this. And I have former clients that come up to me on the street sometimes and, or students and they'll say, hey, you know, <laughs> I found this. I found this or that. Or I taught my friend how to find or my taught my child how to do the Easter egg hunt with this. Just to sort of, you know, developing it at a young age. So it's been, you know, it's been a great time, right? So other than finding things or lost things or hide and seek things, I use this when I want to feel the energy around people, animals, plants, or places. Do you remember when I talked to you about Glastonbury Abbey, the first time I stepped into the archway and I wanted to throw up, and then I stepped back, and then I stepped forward, sick to my stomach, and then I was outside, I was fine. That's the same thing. That is physical feeling, clear sensation. So that's totally what um, that was uh, about. It was also 
Um, did I tell you that story about the little boy? And I could, yeah, no, let me not tell you that one. Yeah, no, let me not tell you that one. I'll tell you that another time. Maybe I'll think about it. So, uh, <laughs> it's the same, uh, psychic center, the same soul awareness that you use. Remember when I told you to go into the grocery store or go into the store and see if a product is good for you by holding it up to your um, third chakra, your solar plexus, food, shelter, clothing, basic. No, that's not. <laughs> that's first. Third chakra, um, personal power, self-esteem, who you are, what you came to do. Your uh, That's a real powerful chakra, you know, or a, a place of feeling because it's over the internal organs and digestion organ, digestive organs. So when I was saying, you know, hold that product up to your kind of your gut or your uh solar plexus, which is, um, a few couple inches above your navel, that is the same. You're using clairsensation to get the feeling, the physical feeling, is this turning my stomach or does it feel like I'm strong and empowering me? You're doing this all the time. If you've been kind of playing with some of my stuff, you might be also aware of this when you meet people and you're like, golly, you know, they don't even have to talk. And you're like, oh, there's something about their energy that drags me down or this person's exciting and I, I don't even know them. And it's not necessarily with how they are talking or anything, but it's just you, when you're around them, you're like, Oh, it feels good. You know, we all, maybe we have, maybe some of us have had those creepy people in our family that we don't want to hang with. And then the yummy people that we do, right. Just by virtue of their energy field. So it's the same thing. You're, you're picking it up via Claire sensation. Okay. Now that you've listened to me go on a little more, we're going to do the palm to palm again. What I want you to do is, um, is hold your palms two to five inches apart and then slowly bring them together and then slowly bring them apart. The best thing is to put your fingertips or your fingers side by side together. Don't make a space. Don't spread your hands out, um, your fingers out, put them together so that you cup the energy in essence. And you could even put a small cup in your hand, like, I mean, cup the palm of your hand. And just notice what you feel. And then as you move them apart, like eight to 10 inches, slowly, 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 and then back together again until you feel a light resistance. I'm, I'm working with you to try to feel your own energy fields. Now, also with that, you can hold your palms about seven inches apart, right? So, you know, big hand spread between them, hold them apart. And with your right index pointer finger pointing at your left hand, so you're, you're pointing at your left hand, your palm, with your fingertip of your pointer finger, with your fingertip half an inch from the left-hand palm, draw a circle or a square. And see if you close your eyes, if you could feel that subtle sensation of that figure that you're drawing over and over, if you can feel that on your left palm. Yeah? Do you remember when you were little? <laughs> Do you remember when, like, and you would be like playing with friends and you'd be like, okay, close your eyes. Let me know when my finger is close to your nose. See if you could feel, see. And so it was this game of how close could I get to your nose with my finger, right? Or how close could I, you know, you know, get to your forehead with my finger. It's the same thing. It's time to play those games again. And, and it really is about focusing and feeling, feeling your body, right? Feeling your body. 
and the energy effect of others' presence on your body. Now, why is this so important? Well, it's very important in many ways and many reasons. It's very handy to use for when you're making choices or being in spaces that you've never been before. It, but it's really important for people that are empathic when they are picking up other people's energy fields. And it helps them to know whether or not they want to be approached or approach another, especially when they're so susceptible to gathering up that other person's energy and carting it off because they're God's little vacuum cleaners. Um, and they disperse and dispel negative energy and transmute it even without their knowing. So it's really important if you recognize that you pick up and are affected by other people's energy, that you learn to take care of your energy field. And one way to do that is to recognize when you're feeling affected by another or a thing or the news or whatever, and what you need to do to take care of that. But first of all, it's just recognizing in the moment that you're having an effect, right? So I invite you to just really pay attention um, of how things make you feel. Are you feeling warmth? The places and stories and movies give you goosebumps, not only on the emotional content, right, of Claire's sentiment, but also Claire's sensation, how do they leave your body? Are you watching a movie and your body's getting all tense and you're not breathing and you're holding your muscle? You know, the, it's because the content is affecting you in a, in a rather dramatic way. And so you have to choose, Do am I creating more anxiety in my body? Is this really okay And how I want to be feeding my energy field? What I really want to be having it put up with? You know, these are questions for you to answer. The other reason why this is so important to get in touch with your own clairsensation, your ability to feel physically, you know, your psychic space, your energy space, um, is because th this one is going to, you're going to use it as backup to psychic work. So what do I mean by that? I mean, when you're searching for truth, when you're talking, when I finally get to having you talk to loved ones that have crossed or God or your angels, you're going, I'm going to ask you, how does the connection make you feel? Like, does it make you feel happy emotionally on the front of uh, um, Claire sentiment? But also, does it make you feel, when you're with God, you're going to feel expansive. You're going to feel, it's going to not only hit you on an emotional level, but you're going to feel it in your body physically from the permeation of that divine space of hanging in the angelic realm. It feels so much different and f hanging with God feels so much different than hanging with, um, you know, a guide, a spirit guide, uh, connecting with trees, you know, all of these different realms of spirit are going to have a different frequency of vibration. And with that, they're going to feel differently in your in, on your physical space, even though it's an energetic connection. So to recap, Claire sensation is the ability to psychically feel something on a physical level. It's when you feel or sense in or on your body, a physical sensation that has occurred without anything or anyone physically touching you. Through my years of doing this work, I've learned that this form of information tends to be about a situation or about a thing. It's not about how someone or an animal is actually feeling physically. Because once you try to tune in to actually feel in your body 
how they are feeling in their body, you are having another experience altogether, which I call a shared sensory experience or making, or you are making an empathic connection. I'm going to get into more on those later. I just wanted to split hairs and differentiate how this goes. So a lot of the sensations that you're going to feel in Claire's sensation are different for each people. Some people get an uplifted feeling in their body. Maybe their heart feels warm or they get goosebumps or they have a good feeling in their gut. All these sensations may be telling them that a decision is good, that they can trust someone, that they are headed in the right direction, or the information they're sharing is right, whether they're trying to get information from the higher realms for themselves or others. Some people also actually feel a physical pull or a push that comes out of nowhere, encourage them, encouraging them to do something or go in a certain direction. So these are, you know, just highlighting some of the ways. And I want you to discover for yourself your relationship with this um, form of soul awareness called clairsensation, otherwise known as psychic feeling on a physical level. So your homework is this, grab a friend or family member, and I want you to do the hide and seek game. It's really fun. I'm telling you, it's so fun. So I want you to, you know, do this back and forth, you know, the more the merrier in my world. So have your friend or family uh, hide something in another room, maybe just start in one room, right? Maybe don't take on the whole house or the apartment or the condo or the space, just maybe one room. And then when you head into that room, don't use your eyes to look for it. That is like spirit. When we, when, when spirit promises little presents and surprises, we can't look for our eyes. They'll, they'll just hold off and it won't show up till later. <laughs> Remember that when I talk about mediumship and talking to loved ones that have crossed. So anyway, don't use your eyes to look around for the item. Instead, stand outside of the room or the space. Stand outside of the room. Take a centering breath. Breathe in and exhale. And then set your intention. You know, your intention's already set because you're <laughs> what else are you doing this for? You're going to go to find that thing, whatever it is you're hiding. And then step inside the room. And you can ask in your mind, is it here? Is it in here? Or where is it in here? So you can direct the, the response, right? You can pose a question to your soul. Is it here? Um, and then focus on the sensation, the physical sensation that hits your body. And, and, it might pull you over or you, um, you know, you, it might be that game hot and cold. Do you remember hot and cold when we were little? Where like, you're like, the closer you get to it, you get hotter. This is why I'm saying keep a diary or notebook to journal down how the sensations reveal it to you because everybody's different. I just want to let you know. I remember there were some people that were having a magnet pull in the exact opposite direction that it was. And I was like, huh, that's fascinating. Um, so maybe you go to the center of the room and then you turn to each side to seg segment, you know, take segments of the room itself. So, um, and then you'll know which area you need to go look for. So when the people uh, were being pulled in the complete opposite direction, I sat with them and I said, okay, listen, what I want you to do is close your eyes, put your hands on your heart, and I'm going to ask you a question. And you tell me the first thing that you get. And I said to them with their hands on their heart and their eyes closed, because with their eyes closed, they could focus in on the feeling or the answer, right? They weren't 
eyes open, having the whole world play out before them and everything. They were focused inward on their truth. And I would ask them, what are you afraid of? Now, they would usually get an answer lickety-split. They always got an answer lickety-split. Um, and it was often of, I'm afraid of my own power, or I'm afraid I can't do this, or I'm afraid it, you know, I'm afraid if I was really good, what would that mean? You know, it brings into question every decision you make then. It brings into question perhaps you do things for others and you don't do things for yourself. It brings into question whether you take the easy way out or the easy road, or maybe you know what you should be doing or where you should be headed, but you're angry or confused and you don't go that way. Um, and your soul's crying saying, come on, man, if you just go this way, it'll work out. Trust. <laughs> anyway, there's my philosophical bent on this game, but I want you to try it this week in any form. Try it every day, especially if you've lost something in the house. Next time you've lost something, you know, put this out there. I used to do this also too with um, people to say, okay, let's, you know, let's take a, draw a quick map of the house um, and let's use our hands on a big piece of paper, like just a quick map, and then use our hands to scan the map to ask the question, where is the object? And see if your hand would get hot over a specific drawing or layout of the room. And then also know whether or not it's there at all. Listen, I don't do missing kids or missing animals on the rare occasion I've, you know, I've been directed to a missing animal, but, um, usually it was where they were before they got to where they were. And I, I just, it's not my forte. It's, I, I don't even want to follow that trail anymore. Um, I can get messages from them, but, uh, sometimes they just, they can't, they're not, they're not going to be found. And I hate that information. Right. But you could do this on a whole town, probably. And I often wonder, that's where that sentence started. I often wonder if people that do find animals or do find uh, kids or do find people that are lost, if this is one of the techniques they use to find them. You know, again, you can make a soulful connection and say, show me, you know, what's around you. Let me see. You can see through their eyes. But you might also be pulled in a direction with a map. I can't imagine there's a lot of ways, right? We're going to just brace yourself for the ride. There's a lot of ways to find an answer. <laughs> Remember, investigative reporting. I was really good at that. I'm going to go to who do I need to get the answer and how do I need to get there? Um, so try that this week. Try to find something or try to do the hide and seek and do it as often as you want. Um, and notice the misses and the hits because both are important. And sit with yourself if you're getting a continual miss to say, hmm, what's coming up for me? Um, or why am I taking longer than I could? Or maybe this is, maybe Claire's sensation is not one of your strongest psychic muscles, right? Maybe feeling on a physical level is not really super strong for you. Maybe you're really strong at other muscles that we're going to work on. So be okay with that too. But I'm just giving you this option to exercise this psychic muscle this week. Okay, here's a little cool aside that I didn't know I was going to tell you, but then I decided to tell you. So one time I had gotten energetically slimed because of, um, I don't know, whether I was, I, I can't recall if I was making a connection or walked into a space and got, got bombarded. You know, I didn't need like a... <laughs> like an exorcism or anything, but I just felt that my energy field was murky and mucky. It just felt, you know, not comfortable in my skin. So I asked spirit, 
what can I do to clean this because I and clear this because I had done the thing where I call on the light, call on the light, call on the light to cleanse and clear me. But for some reason, I still felt kind of yucky in my auric field. It's the only way I can describe it. So um, you know what they said? They said, take some regular vinegar, right? White vinegar and splash it into the palms of your hand, rub your hands together, and then don't touch your body, but wipe it about a you know, few inches from your body so that you're going along your auric field. Use the vinegar to clean. People, I did this. It was remarkable. It totally cleaned my auric field. So if you're ever feeling a little wonky and feeling like maybe you've picked up some energy on a clear sensation level and you need a little cleansing and clearing, grab the clear white vinegar, right? And give it a go. I adore you for trying, right? <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. You've been listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thanks for tuning in. Legally speaking, this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for medical diagnosis, treatment, or the advice of a physician psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat a health problem or condition. Always check with your doctor. Thank you.